Stands collapsed. Hang on. While you're adjusting your mic stand, yeah. I'm going to get out my delicious warm chocolate water that I made this morning as the drink for my drink for the cast, oh. which is cocoa, honey, tiny bit of oat milk, and hot water from the tap. I call it Alfonsi's lukewarm chocolate water. <laughs> that sounds, <laughs> sounds like a better idea than the podcast. Man, I shouldn't have skipped lunch. Were you working on a cracking a case? I was cracking a case and I just had a handful of macadamia nuts. Kept on going. Did you know they are native mm-hmm. to Australia? I did. Yeah, I didn't know that until pretty recently. But I didn't think we had anything cool and native in terms of food. Uh, yeah. And then somebody said, hey, you know what's Australian? Macadamias. And I said, what? <laughs> but that's the best nut there is. Yeah, it's funny that you were surprised by that because I was too. I just assumed that any culinary contributions we're making are pretty shit, which is generally true. But the, the exception is macadamia nuts. Kangaroo. I think kangaroo. I mean, that's the other one. I'd love, I love a macadamia topped kangaroo steak. Yeah. Now we're talking. With a gum leaf sauce. <laughs> <laughs> no, the only reason I knew that macadamia, the only reason I knew macadamia nuts were Australian is because over here in Germany, I, it was either in Germany or, or maybe it was in the UK, but Magnum are always doing their range of international flavors. And mm. one of them was white chocolate with Australian macadamias. And I said, what do you mean Australian macadamia? <laughs> and then I looked it up on Wikipedia and it said, yeah, they're a native nut. And I said, well, Mm. we got that right. (laughs) And then mum said, will you move back now, please? Will you move back because of macadamias, please? (laughs) What did you say? I said, when you all stop king hitting each other, then I'll come back down. (laughs) You might be, you might not want to book your ticket just yet. Do you have any simple objects in your life that you just think, this is just something that makes my life way better, I just love it to death? Yeah, I carry a bag mostly everywhere I go, so sometimes if I get a really comfortable one, I'll think, man, this is just great, it's like, you know, good capacity, comfortable. Yeah. Do you have a bag brand that you are loyal to? You were once a crumpler man. Yeah, I was once a crumpler man. Hey, crumpler, come at us for a sponsorship <laughs> and say that you're still a crumpler man, John, and say, yeah. crumpler, it's my favorite bag. <laughs> crumpler, the bag of choice for the man on the go. <laughs> um, I really like, it's, it's quite boring, but my, my bed equipment, my bed system, as you would describe it, oh. I've got a I've got a pillow that contours to my neck just right. Eventually, I will have to throw oh, that out because it's got a bit of limited lifespan. It's got a red wine and cigarette ash, so I need a new one. <laughs> um, 
But I just think those are the things that basically it's worth spending whatever it costs because, you know, it improves a third of your life automatically. It's the same thing with phones, isn't it? If you had to spend a grand on a phone, even though that seems really expensive and I, I've never done it. <laughs> mm. I mean, what else are you using that often? Yeah. What else is your life that dependent on? I know. If not this little rectangle that connects you to the globe. Yeah. Makes your life both excellent and terrible all at once. <laughs> exactly. I was isolating in regional Victoria last year. Yeah. And I used to go for daily walks around this sort of reserve next to the farm. And often you see, you know, on the on the ground bullet casings or old bits of leather or whatever. Ah. And and I, one day I found this pretty well-preserved, cool-looking vintage bottle. And then I went and looked it up online and it was some sort of, some sort of a, you know, substitute for booze that was popular in the, I think, from the kind of 40s to the 60s. And yeah, Tarax was the drink. Oh, and what kind of flavours would you get in a Tarax? Did the song go, the song went, what kind of flavours can you get inside a Tarax? What kind of flavours will you share? What kind of flavour will you find inside the Tarax when you take it to the dinner party there? <laughs> Is that the jingle? I guess. Tarax, the drink you have when you're a chronic alcoholic (laughs) which which room are you in is this the which room in the house this is a downstairs study that i'm in okay it's got it's where i do my work while i'm at home it's also where i dry my clothes that's why you can see the clothes source in the background that's very european that you don't have a clothesline you have a you have an indoor Mm. clothes horse the hills hoist that's another great australian thing Invention, yeah. Macadamia nuts and Hills Hoist. <laughs> Australian icons. The macadamia nut and the Hills Hoist clothesline. Hills Hoist, hit us up. We're glad to go on record and endorse your products. Listen up. Hills Hoist, <laughs> Cooper's Beer, Cooper's Brewery and Macadamia Industries. Come at us. <laughs> we love your products and we're the show needs a sponsor. Cooper's, I'm not Cooper's, I don't want to do your boozy ones because nah. uh, I don't drink that much these days, but come at me for a hip Berlin boy that loves a Cooper's alcohol free. I can even do, I can do the read for you. Cooper's alcohol free beer. The same great Cooper's taste, but not with the dreadful hangover. <laughs> You were telling me this week that you felt guilty for enjoying the remix to Ignition from R. Kelly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a great song and I just wish somebody else had performed it. And then you said to me, ah, now usually I don't feel this, but uh, I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and feel a little bit guilty about the remix to Ignition. <laughs> <laughs> Al, I'm not trying to be rude. Now, uh, usually I don't feel this, but I want you to go ahead and feel a little bit of guilt for listening to enjoying a remix. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to be gay. This is reminding me of that line in True Lies where the guy's 
the car salesman is talking about Arnie's wife and he's saying makes you want to kneel down and beg yeah. and beg for buttermilk. Stand up, stand up and beg for buttermilk. Yeah. Ass like a ten year old boy. And I just ass think like a ten year old boy. How did that how did that pass muster? I mean, honestly, I've never even heard that expression anywhere else. That is I'm trying to think if we'd come up with other examples of this. So this is example this is an example of a line in a film, True Lies, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jamie Lee Curtis, Bill Paxton also now payest rest in peace <laughs> and there's a he's talking to arnold schwarzenegger and he's basically trying to describe a rendezvous with a woman and he says mm. he's talking about how pretty she was and he says oh man you should you should see this one she's got titties that make you want to stand up and beg for buttermilk ass like a 10 year old boy and we just said, what, what, what is that expression? Is that, yeah. Is that meant to be something that people who are not depraved would go, <laughs> oh yeah, I know what you mean. Like, imagine if you said that in polite company. <laughs> and who, <laughs> I mean, imagine if you said that in any context in real life. And that's gone through script, script editors, mm. legal department, mm. and then editing and it's in the film yeah yeah nobody at any stage said oh that's weird don't put that in what does that mean yeah why is he describing the ass of a adult woman and comparing it to that of a 10 year old male child <laughs> this can't be in the movie no no it can't this isn't france we don't make movies like that <laughs> and we're going to miss you, Bill, and we want to thank you for that moment in film. <laughs> you gave Vale us... Paxton. <laughs> vale Paxton. We're going to... We're going to miss you. We thank you for True Lies. spend a lot of time where I go, I don't really know what to do with, with my time. I probably, if I'm talking about things that make me feel a bit uh, guilty, mm. I probably watch too much crappy YouTube. Whenever anyone says to me, oh, you don't own a TV, <laughs> you don't own a TV, do you think you're better than me? But man, I watch way too much trashy YouTube. Yeah. But what, I mean, I'm just trying to think, I, I unsubscribed to a whole bunch of news channels on YouTube because that I felt was like brain poison. So I try not to watch too much news. Yeah. If I open up, let's let's do it now. I'll open up my also to anybody out there listening, this is a fun on Don't Praise the Machine. <laughs> we love to talk about conversational topics that you can use in your life <laughs> to just keep the conversation flowing with a new person. Or maybe it's somebody you've been just with. Just loosen it up. Just loosen it up. It could be somebody that you've known for years. It could be that the spark between you and your husband has started to go away. <laughs> Just when he comes home from work, say to him, darling, 
what are you subscribed to on YouTube? And then get him to pull up his phone <laughs> and then discuss what's in there. Why is this video entitled How to Keep All of Your Money in a Divorce? Why are you watching that? <laughs> how to fake your own death. That's an interesting one. How to fake, how to fake <laughs> your own death and keep all of the money. <laughs> I went to the emergency department the other night. That was a that was a fun experience, productive of conversation for sure. Hey, let's try and keep the tone of the cast light here, John. John. <laughs> I was just. I mean, what I observed was several things. One of the things I observed was the spectrum in people's minds about what constitutes an emergency. Yeah, I don't want to be unkind, but. <laughs> Some of the people in there, some of the people in there where you were like, God, I really, I would, in a second, I would give up my turn in favor of this guy because I'm quite worried just looking at him. Yeah. And then somebody will walk in and they'll just, they'll have cut their finger or sprain sprain their ankle. And you think like, come on, what are you doing? Like, why would you even put yourself through hours and hours in an emergency room? Just go home, take some strong painkillers and go to sleep and go to the doctor in the morning. I don't know. How long did you have to wait? Uh, I think about in total maybe five hours. Yeah, okay. I'm fine, by the way. Tell tell the audience. Address the audience. Yeah, I'm fine, everyone. (laughs) I had an infection. I had an infection, uh, which is now cleared up. If you want to... And for the subscribers, yeah. for the OnlyFans content, I had a resurfacing of a bladder infection and I was pissing blood. There you go. The other, the trip to the emergency room reminded me of when you smuggled in a, a double chig. Yeah. So you had a, um, you had a, probably, <clears throat> I had probably s- one of your famous infections. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So you had uh, swelling. You had some yeah, I had, jet- a, I had swelly leg, as you <laughs> called it. I called it swelly leg. So you had swelly leg and you went to a, you're in a hospital in London town and we were both living in London at the time. Yeah. And I visited you and I brought with me a bag from very famous sandwich chain, Predamonja. Mm. And Predamonja, mm. I love Predamonja. Don't get me wrong. They have great fresh sandwiches, but it's all a bit health. Yeah. They have a great selection, sandwiches. You can you can get good coffee, Predamonja. <laughs> it's the it's the cafe to take home with you. And, and and so I brought in a Predamonja bag and you thought, "Oh, how sweet. He's brought me a healthy sandwich. That's going to be so nice. I'm already." Yeah excited for what's in this bag. And then when you open the bag, instead of a Predamonja sandwich was a McDonald's double cheeseburger. <laughs> it was the dub chiggy surprise. And you said, oh my God, I didn't think opening this bag could get any better. And it just did. Yeah. You thought, oh, tuna salad, thanks. 
that was good. That really helped. And then the doc, the doctor said he's made a miraculous recovery. We we don't. It's, <laughs> it's defied medical science. And then it's it's it def, it's defied medical science. And then they looked down the hall, and Ronald McDonald just gave them a wink down the hall and walked away. <laughs> And the doctors just said, was that, was that, was that? And they turned back to you and you just sort of, you just nodded your head and there's a tear rolling down your cheek. What will you do for the rest of the night? Have you you better eat? Yeah, I should eat. Can I make a suggestion? Mm-hmm. My suggestion is large Big Mac meal with mm. apple pie and entree cheeseburger. Get it Uber Eats to your yeah. front door and eat mm. it sat down in the nude. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds Sounds like pure pleasure. If you want a bonus, do you want a do you want a bonus suggestion? Yes, please. Caramel Sunday, and make sure you eat that caramel Sunday. Sat down, cross legged in the front room in the nude. <laughs> Thanks. Put on. Thank you so much. Put on uh, music or uh, Indian raga with sitar. And light a bunch of candles. Make it a make it a spiritual thing. 